Welcome, Sacred Disruptor, to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, modern medicine priestess, golden age business mentor, and marketing muse for spiritual entrepreneurs. In this sacred temple, we explore what it means to embark on your spiritual journey towards sovereign embodiment, multidimensional leadership, and social justice while honoring a business of integrity. Gathered here are some of the world's leading mentors, healers, and revolutionists alike as they share activating codes of guidance and transmissions of wisdom that will empower you to thrive. As a sovereign leader, you are here, embodied in your truth and on your evolutionary mission to answer the call, move the masses, and activate your legacy for the generations to come. You are here to unleash your medicine. Welcome home. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, and let me just say what an honor it is to be here with you, especially with this episode. So we are in a holy week right now. We have Easter coming up, the resurrection of Christ, and to me, as you'll hear in this episode, fair warning, there may be triggers here. So I wanted to share the trigger warning, but I'm really talking about my own personal resurrection. I don't know if you remember, but back in June, I think it was, I talked about, or I had a podcast episode about losing my memory. And for the last year, I've been in and out of the hospital, blood work, brain scans, sleep studies, everything, doctor's appointments, working on getting to the root of why am I having these seizure-like experiences, episodes, why is there memory loss? And by knowing what I know, thanks to yoga (laughs) and having the courage to really dive in deep and really implement the medicine that I teach in programs like Thrive, I finally have found the root of the disease that's been going on in my body. And so I'm talking about it a lot in this episode. And before I go any further, I just want to say thank you so much for the love and support and the prayers that I've been receiving. It's been so amazing. I know this is a very strong community of sacred disruptors and powerful spiritual leaders. So, you know, being vulnerable enough to have the courage to ask for help and receive has been a huge challenge of mine. Um, but this is what I'm I'm working through, what I'm navigating through, and this is where I'm at right now. And so in this episode, you know, thanks to after I literally had a, a dip, probably like the next day after I had a call back with my therapist, um, I recorded this episode and I can't even tell you <laughs> how there was so many you know, interferences that came through in recording this episode that, you know, my computer kept saying like, oh, you're out of memory and all these things. This episode, this transmission is real and it's raw and it's vulnerable. So again, there is trigger warning around sexual trauma. So I do want to make, share that. I just know that, you know, I believe that we go through what we go through it's happening for us, not to us. And after navigating through what I have, I'm 
so inspired to share with you medicine and the truth to help you really come into your true, full, sovereign embodiment. I mean, here I am with the Sovereign Society. And if we're here to be a sovereign society, we need to find sovereignty within ourselves first, right? Share from that overflow. And that's what we talked about last week with Ashley Polar on episode 161, which was such an amazing conversation. So if you haven't checked that one out, I invite you to. But this one, I'm talking a lot about my journey of overcoming sexual trauma and really the root of losing my memory and the importance of really making sure that you surround yourself, not just with friends, but with mentors, coaches, doctors, teachers who see you and speak your language so that you can feel safe to express what you're feeling and there is no judgment. And that's been the huge part of the journey that I've been navigating through. So I talk a lot about that, but there's lots to learn from here. Um, If you haven't, or if you missed the group coaching call, I did a free group coaching call last week, now until Sunday. So now until Easter Sunday, I'm offering 25% off all my experiences plus the payment plans. All you need to use is the code REBIRTH. And here's the kicker. You ready for this? If you decide to enroll in the Mystic Planner, which is seven Kundalini Yoga meditations with each day of the week, and I'm adding a lot more to that program coming up. So that one's an amazing one. If you decide to use the code REBIRTH, you're going to enter one entry to win a free coaching call with me, a free one-on-one coaching call. If you decide to enroll in Thrive, which is literally the ultimate game changer, Thrive is like my pride and joy. And that's the soul activation experience to help you align and embody your truth. And that's my signature program. If you use the code REBIRTH, you get two entries to work with me one-on-one. And that's an eight-part series. And here's the kicker. If you decide to enroll in Alchemize Your Systems, which has all the automations, with including automations for Zapier, insights about Dubsado for your client onboarding, social media strategy, ClickUp to automate and organize your courses, Flowdesk, the list goes on and on and on. It's literally every tutorial and program and template that you need to create smarter and not harder. If you decide to use the 25% off coupon rebirth at the checkout, you will be entering three entries to work with me one-on-one. So again, this is closing on Sunday. Ask anyone who's enrolled in any of these experiences. They'll tell you what game-changing experiences they are. And I, I literally put my heart and soul into these programs because I want to see you revolutionize the world with your medicine. And for me to take my business to the next level, I needed to work through um, and heal the way that I have with what's been going on with my health. So you can click the link in my bio on my Instagram, which by the way, I have a new Instagram. I started from scratch at Sabrina Riccio. But if you go to sabrinariccio.com slash links, 
you can get all of the information for each of those programs. You can also find it in the show notes. Um, and if you're part of my email list, I sent you links for all of those. Um, but again, this is ending midnight on Easter Sunday. Um, I wanted to help you, you know, spring clean, take your business to the next level. And I want to see you create smarter, not harder, because the time is now for you to revolutionize the world with your medicine. So again, any of my courses, you can use the code REBIRTH to save 25% off. Of course, if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. I invite you to also check out the Sovereign Society, which is my free group. That's where I had um, the free community gathering last Friday. And I'm going to be having a lot more there, but essentially that's going to be the space where I'm I'm, I'm connecting deeper with you all where there isn't censorship and, you know, we can really connect. And to give a shout out, I just wanted to give a shout out to Core Jen for leaving a rating and review saying on the 222-222 episode, hi, I listened today for the first time and it was everything I needed to hear on this day, aside from teaching us amazing things from this palindrome. And I appreciate the shout out. And if you want to leave a rating and review on iTunes, it means the world. I'm here to really see and to help you. And, you know, if you guys let me know where you're at, I can create content to better serve you as well. So enough of me talking. Let's dive in. I'm really grateful and honored that you're here. And this is a a really vulnerable and raw and real conversation or episode, I should say, where I'm talking about overcoming sexual trauma and the root of losing my memory. Thanks for being here. Enjoy. Hello, hello, and welcome to this vulnerable and raw and real episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I just pushed record and I'm already, there's tears in my eyes because I know um, the vulnerability and the honesty and the transparency that's about to come through with this episode. Um, I do want to say there will be a lot of, this is a, there will be triggers. This is a trigger warning. Um, So I just wanted to make that clear ahead of time. Um, I'm, it's been, as I record this, it's been a year and a couple days since I've had my first brain scan. And I feel like the past year has been a journey unlike anything I've experienced. You may have remembered, I think it was back in June, where I made an episode of talking about losing my memory. And as I record this two weeks ago, um, I had another massive episode um, with convulsions and hitting, I hit my head on the floor and contorted my whole body. Like, thank God my mom was there to support me. And as I record this, if you're watching this on YouTube, because I have all my podcast episodes on YouTube as well, because I'm working on, I'm going to be building up my YouTube more, which I will have more about um, marketing and systems and branding and just a whole bunch of tutorials in there. So if you haven't yet, go follow my YouTube youtube.com slash Sabrina Riccio. But if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my parents' backyard. 
um, because I've been living with back with my parents for the last year. And I've realized that this whole journey of, you know, going to brain scans and doctor's visits and sleep studies and vials of blood drawn, and I'm getting more blood drawn to continue to see like where, uh, you know, my levels are. All of that, it's led me to this moment. And I've, in deep reflection, I've finally gotten to the root of what's been going on. And I'm going to be talking about it in this episode. So if you haven't known, um, I've been having these episodes. I actually started back in 2015. So seven years. So I've gotten like a Saturn quadrant, right? And it started actually when I went to Brazil to go visit John of God. So if you don't know John of God, John of God, people go to him for healing. And um, there's been more and more uh, studies and more um, exposés talking about the cult that John of God is. And I wasn't aware of that at the time. I was just so desperate to heal um, because I lived in pain my entire life. And I went to John of God and I remember I was meditating there for like eight hours and some entity came into my energy and I was crawling out. And around this time, seven years ago, was when I went to John of God. And it was right before my grandmother, well, my grandmother was sick and my mom's mom ended up dying of mad cow disease. And... I found out the other day that my great-grandmother, my nonno, my grandfather's mother, put a curse on my grandmother for leaving Italy and stealing her boy. So in my my great-grandmother's eyes, stealing her boy to come to America. And I was raised by my grandparents um, because my parents were working all the time. And she put a curse on their future children. And this is a lot for me. So what happened was when my mom's, you know, looking at my, you know, the maternal side, my mom's older sister, she died at the age of 40 from a side effect from the flu shot. She got Gideon Barre, but she was sick her entire life. I was with her all the time in the hospital getting blood transfusions when I was a little girl. My um, aunt, the middle daughter, um, she, all of her kids, essentially all of them were born sick and she had like 18 miscarriages and married a really abusive man who abused me as well. And then my mom, my sister and I were both born sick. My sister almost died twice. I was born with a croup where I couldn't breathe. Um, And I've had just a lot of really challenging um, experiences um, on my my journey. Um, You know, when I was three years old, my cousin who was two, she died of leukemia and 
I have like still perfect vision of her in Raddy's Children's Hospital in San Diego and watching The Little Mermaid with her in her bed that Disney ended up making her the first deaf cartoon. My cousin Gabriella, because she watched Little Mermaid all the time, they drew her to see what, you know, to show our family what Gabriella would look like at the age of 16. And she was the first deaf cartoon on TV. Um, so that was super special. Like if you go on Disney Plus and you watch the Little Mermaid um, TV series and you'll find Gabriella and she has an octopus um, translator, that character was drawn for my cousin because uh, her nurse, um, his her brother was an illustrator for Disney. So that was super special. Um, but I had that. And then my sister almost, you know, died twice when I was four. And um, when I was 10, um, my cousin got hit by a car. Like I had a lot of trauma. Um, but the biggest trauma that I faced was around my body and my sexuality. And that has been the greatest challenge I've faced in my life. Um, but I've been really actively working towards it. So my godfather, who is the dad of my cousin who died, and my cousin, my older cousin, he was born with his intestines out and had 40 surgeries by the time he was 16. Um, and then my cousin who got hit by a car and still has rods in his legs, their dad, he came from Italy and he was very abusive um, physically, emotionally, verbally to my aunt, my cousins and myself and the family. And right when I was navigating through puberty, um, you know, I was already had a lot of fear of my body because of being raised in the church. Um shaming, you know, the body and femininity. And I came from an immigrant family. So like there wasn't um, a comfortable conversation around puberty um, or your sexuality or anything like that. Um, so I had no one to really learn from just the lot of the shame. And I was laying um, on my aunt's bed who passed away with my uncle's best friend's sons. And I was flirting with one of them and my uncle, and this is where the trigger warning comes on. So if there's trigger warnings of sexual trauma and abuse, like I just want to make that clear and you can turn off the episode now. Um, but my uncle, he came in wasted and he called me a fucking slut. And then he beat the shit out of my grandfather in front of me. And I was like, 10, 11, 12 years old around that time. And I instantly shut down my body. Fourth of July comes and I start my period. And I was late to school the day they started talking about periods. <laughs> Go figure. And then never really had conversations about it. But that summer, um, after I started my period, I gained 40 pounds. So I went into seventh grade um, 
super overweight because I gained so much weight to protect myself. Um, that's what happens when a lot of times when we gain a lot of weight, it's a, it's a space of protection. And even now, like all of my excess weight is stored around my gut and I've had issues with my gut, um, you know, almost my entire life and digestive issues, um, empowerment issues, um, all sacral solar plex issues. And mind you, around this time, I was just getting familiar with computers and learning how to build websites and working with code and systems and um, using a lot with um, like spreadsheets, pretty much everything that I teach in programs like Alchemize Your Systems or my business development mastermind business alchemy, like the things that I teach people, the things that I set up for people on the back end, I was learning all of this and I was always like inappropriately um, touched by my computer teacher, like massaging me and him telling me my bra is crooked. And that's a lot to navigate through when you're going through puberty and it's really inappropriate. And so I found myself, um, you know, going through puberty and like afraid of men and afraid of being touched inappropriately, afraid of being a slut because I had so much shame from the church um, and just from like my upbringing uh, around sexuality and my body that I found myself really um, gaining weight to protect myself because at that time in culture, it was like big girls aren't appreciated or valued or like are belittled. Like luckily we live in a body positive uh, environment and reality now, but in the 90s and early 2000s, fuck no. And then, you know, I got my period and I started having really excruciating cramps and pain and like my cycles weren't regulated. And then 9-11 happens, right? And so it's like, oh my gosh, like now I have this period and like now there's war going on. Like what the hell is this life that I'm living? So literally my entire life, I've lived in fear. Literally my entire life, I lived in through trauma. Literally my entire life, I felt like everyone else around me was having like a great life, but when the fuck is it my turn? So I like shut down like any sexual like desires that I had um, because I had shame. Um, I pushed away people I loved because, you know, I didn't want to be in trouble. <laughs> um, I did like everything I could to quote unquote protect myself so that I couldn't go to hell because this is the mindset from the church. Right. But I was living in my hell already. I was. And then, you know, I had a lot of trauma in high school, a lot of death. Um, my best friend took her life and it's crazy as I record this, it's like coming up to like 15 years since she took her life. And then I went to school, like right after I went to college and I was just like a mess. 
And when I was in school, I had really low self-esteem because like I wasn't like the pretty girls and I couldn't find my crew, especially in the beginning um, when I was at San Diego State. And then I ended up leaving and was just like really deep in depression. And then I went to college. I transferred schools at Chapman and my friend from high school, like we were in a very codependent really unhealthy, toxic relationship. And it really fucked me up um, until I realized like, I don't need them in my life. And that's where an MDMA came in. I like found God for the first time on the dance floor. And the first time I did MDMA was the first time I ever felt in my body and like desired and like in my body. And Then, you know, my senior year of college, when like I stopped being friends with that person, I like got in a car accident with a neck brace. I found myself like with shingles. Um, But at the first I didn't care because like the first time in my life, I felt like I was embodied. And like I met this amazing guy in my real estate class, but I was like, whoa, he's like way too hot for me. And I like totally doubted myself that I can have him. And uh, but I was like so passionate about life. It was the first time I felt like I was living. And then like I started going to raves and started going to festivals. And again, I like found God on the dance floor. I met like people from all shapes, sizes, races, sexualities, like all walks of life. And that was super special for me because I was like, oh my gosh, I finally found like my people. And, but I still had a lot of digestive issues, a lot of candida issues. And if you know anything about the chakras, for instance, in yoga, that solar plex is developed between the ages of 16 and 22 and 23. And I had a lot of trauma during that time that had me feel disempowered and like unworthy and challenged. And then um, it was around the time and I felt like, like the stars were aligned for me to connect with this guy, but I still felt really unsafe. I felt unsafe in my body. Um, I felt unsafe in my sexuality. I didn't feel safe. And even working with my therapist right now, Um, The biggest thing that I've been working on a lot is safety. But if you understand safety, that's rooted in the root chakra, which is developed during the subconscious years of like zero to six and can also be um, from ancestral upbringing because you're a sponge absorbing like your your auric field at that time is a sponge. Right. And you absorb everything. So it's very important to be discerning on what and who is in certain environments, right? And so I I found myself um, like going through a lot of shit in those ages, like a lot of shit throughout my entire life. And I, when I had, you know, this LSD trip um, at Coachella, my best friend came through because it was the anniversary of her suicide. Um, she came through to let me know she was safe. And I was seeing so much of like what I, you know, it was hard for me to receive love and receive like what I wanted to call in because I still had a lot of low self-worth and self-doubt and a lot of unprocessed trauma that I didn't want to bring this person into. I wanted to take responsibility like for my energy. I broke his heart and, um, you know, I 
that whole summer, you, you'll be able to read more about it in my upcoming book. But um, and then I got struck by lightning. And the thing is, is like, again, your auric field, whatever weakness um, you have, meaning any unprocessed traumas or emotions that you have, these energies outside of you can come in and that's where they'll absorb like the spongy areas, not your strong radiant areas in your body. And my weakest spots were my solar plexus and my root chakra, my my root chakra and my uh, sacral chakra, my lower triangle. And I, you know, for the last 10 years, I've been really working through a lot of shit and learning and God has me on mission because like I pushed away the love of my life because I told him like, yo, I need to heal my family because I knew like I needed to break this ancestral generational curse. In case you missed it in the intro, this episode is brought to you by the Rebirth Sale. That's right. I'm offering 25% off all of my experiences, the Mystic Planner, Thrive, and Alchemize Your Systems. So if you're ready to create smarter, not harder, dive in deep and really answer the call to revolutionize the world with your medicine. These experiences are here to help you. The Mystic Planner offers seven Kundalini Yoga meditations for each day of the week, as well as how to plan so that you can work with the cosmic energy to create smarter and not harder. When you use the code REBIRTH, you'll save 25% off and we'll be entering one entry to work with me and for a free call. If you decide to take the next step into Thrive, where you're going to be jumping on the eight-part series of the signature program to reclaim your power of healing your ancestral line, honoring your inner masculine and feminine energy, and really set the foundation for your business success. This experience offers quantum healing, modern modern mysticism, and literally everything you need to awaken your creative potential to transmute your trauma and to unleash your medicine. So if you're ready to forever find this soul activation and experience and align to your truth, if you're here to embody your truth and share that out into the world, when you use the coupon code rebirth, you'll be entering two entries to win a one-on-one call with me. And if you are ready to take your business to the next level by implementing more systems and automations for creating smarter, not harder, everything from Dub Sato client onboarding uh, trainings, flow desk, click up templates to organize podcast episodes, social media content, um, social media strategy, brand development. There's so much valuable information inside Alchemize Your Systems. And when you use the code rebirth, not only do you save 25% off there, but you'll be entering three chances to win a one-on-one call with me. So again, this rebirth sale is so amazing, perfect for spring. And I'm beyond excited to be sharing with you this offer ends Easter Sunday at midnight. And again, all you need to do, you can go check out all the links in the show notes, or you can go over to my Instagram at Sabrina Riccio and click the link in my bio 
sabrinariccio.com slash links where you'll get all the information. All you need to do is put in the code rebirth and you'll be entering your chance to win. So again, check out the rebirth sale by visiting sabrinariccio.com slash links. And without further ado, let's dive back into this episode. So the other day I was talking to my aunt and she told me that my great grandmother, going back to the story, my great grandmother put a curse on my grandmother on her for her children and her future generations. And, you know, my biggest fear is always that I wouldn't be able to have children. But then when I sat in ayahuasca, I met my, my kids and I knew I wanted to break this cycle because I didn't want my kids to go through the bullshit that I went through. Like it was it was going to be a non-negotiable. That to me is what a sacred disruptor is. It's like I'm going to end it here and it ends now and it's going to take me some work. The challenge was I fell into a lot of the false light that is in the spiritual community. So the other day um, under the new moon, I decided to burn all of my false light books, my John of God triangles and release it all. Like I'm, I've been able to have a more genuine, honest relationship with Jesus as well. And it's interesting because I'm in, this is my 33rd trip around the sun. So I'm in my Jesus year <laughs> and I'm closing out my Saturn return, which has been about like understanding um, patterns and um, what, you know, what, what is ready to be learned and what's ready to be destructed to go into this next phase of my life, like really into my adulthood uh, stage of my life. And so I burned all of my spiritual books the other night and I, you know, talked to my aunt and she told me about that with my great grandmother. So she prayed over me too. And we took out all of the um, ancestral trauma, curses, hexes that could be placed because also when you're a woman, when you are born female, you're carrying, you know, your eggs are already in you when your mother is carrying you and vice versa and keeps going down and down and down. So that's something that I I really feel like I've pinpointed like so much of my disease and illness has been around my my sacral. So as someone who's always wanted to be a doula, as someone who's been passionate about inner child ancestral work with so much of the research and studying and just like observation of my own journey. I know one that I'm not a victim of my past anymore and what happened quote unquote to me. This happened for me because now that I have this awareness and this understanding and I've navigated and conquered this I have such a deeper level of compassion and how I want to help people understand the importance of doing deep ancestral work if you want to be able to build a future that's sustainable. And it's hilarious because on my arm I have tattooed, I got it right after my nunna died, that without suffering there would be no compassion. And it's a quote I got from A Walk to Remember from Nicholas Sparks because To me, like my grandmother did 10 days, no food, no water. And the last conversation I had with her was about, you know, this journey I was on with this guy 
who I've released because I've also had to get to this place in my life of, you know what, I'm an incredible woman. And that's something that was really hard for me to embrace and to honor for a very long time because I still had a lot of really low self-worth and low self-esteem. But I had to let him go because I need to open myself up for the man who really wants to show up for me. So I'm not going to be waiting for anyone. If he wants to come in my life, he can come back in. But if some other man wants to come in that's strong enough to be with me, and I just think of, I just think of Sheryl Crow and Stevie Nicks singing, are you strong enough to be my man? But I've had to navigate through this for myself, for the future of my family, and for my community so that I can be in my full sovereign embodiment. I refuse, and I encourage this with you too, I refuse to allow ancestral karma, ancestral trauma, ancestral conditioning, anything from the past that is not in alignment with the highest benevolence of truth and love and compassion with my truth, I'm willing to release it and let it go. I give it up to God. I'm making space to call in and to actualize what it is I'm here to desire. So now that, you know, I've been getting more comfortable talking about my sexuality and my body um, and, you know, being celibate my entire life and really just creating a podcast episode talking about it, too. Like, I would have never thought I've had the courage before to be so vulnerable to share this. But here I am because I refuse to allow anything or anyone outside of me that's behind me in my past to have power over me anymore. And that's why I'm passionate about helping people find their sovereign embodiment because this has been my journey. And this is what I want you to understand. Whether you resonate or relate with this message or not, there's something from your past or something that you've been able to conquer. And once you've been able to conquer it, you have the ability to build a business to help people that are a couple steps behind you that you can lead with integrity. And now that I'm back in therapy and I'm working with my therapist, Frank, who understands psychedelics, and that's the other piece I want to share, like being through so many doctors in this past year, you need to make sure you're working with people who speak the same language as you, the where there isn't judgment and understanding, because I've seen so many doctors who shame or don't um, understand like the world of psychedelics and place their judgments and you need people that are supportive. So that doesn't matter. That goes with doctors. That goes with coaches. That goes with mentors friends, you need to be around people who speak the same language as you, especially when you're looking for help. And so my therapist, Frank, who I was working with yesterday, he was talking about how it's called mindsight. And mindsight is when you're able to be seen, where you feel seen and heard by someone, by someone. And so working with him and, you know, and telling him like, yo, I really feel like I got to the root of what's going on. And it all goes down from sexual trauma because trauma doesn't have to necessarily be like the action of it. You know what I mean? Um, there can still be a verbal um, 
other actions that aren't necessarily mean penetration or whatnot. There can be traumas, traumas, if trauma is trauma, if it's something that was traumatic to you, there's no one that needs to put it in a box of this is what trauma means and this, is, this isn't this is what trauma means. If something was a traumatic situation for you that played over and over and kept you in a consciousness trap and loop, that is trauma. And so, you know, I was talking with my therapist and I'm, I, I got out of that conversation and I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, the biggest thing that you're working through is safety. And I'm, I'm working through that. I've been, I'm keeping it like really low key this month um, because I, I want to get stronger and I'm finishing writing my book and I'm just taking care of my health. And, you know, the biggest thing too is like, it's important to have conversation and to express yourself and, if people out there aren't seeing you, they're not hearing you, they're not checking in on you, it may be time to get rid of them in your life as well. Because I've also been seeing that, like, I've been doing my best to reach out to friends to let them know what's going on. Some of them are like, hey, yeah, like, let's, we'll, we'll chat. And then no, no show, right? I don't have time and space for that in my life. And I pray that you realize that you don't either because you are here on mission. There's a reason why you're here. And it's up to you to honor your boundaries, honor your worth, value your time and your energy and have your non-negotiables on how you choose to be treated. So for me, I'm, you know, been staying with my parents the last year, but I never really had this quality time with them except like two weeks out of the year when we go on vacation or otherwise I was working with them and they did their best. Like, I'm very grateful. They gave me a great life in the material world that I'm super supportive and grateful for. Um, but I also needed that emotional, spiritual connection. And I had a lot of um, anger and resentment towards my mother um, because she never spoke to me about my period or my body. So if you're a mother and you have <coughs> a young daughter, as I'm coughing, please don't make this taboo and talk with them and be comfortable. And if you know you have a son as well, let them know, like, there, it's safe for them to express their emotions and it's safe for them to, you know, navigate through what they're going through through puberty and how to treat women um, as well or little girls. I think this is the things that we need to continue to um, integrate and to share in our collective. And these are the pieces that we need to embrace and honor and share more of and speak more about if we want to really, you know, especially our generation, like if you're a millennial, we're the last generation to remember what life was like pre and post technology. And I was talking about this with some of my friends last night, like there are certain traditions and things from our ancestors that still need to be treated with reverence and respect. We cannot forget about those things, things like the importance of life without technology the power of plant medicine, being very discerning on what you eat, the nutrients that are in real food. Those are just a few of the examples, the importance of having conversation, the importance of, you know, honing in, taking care of your health and well-being, not be so reliant on technology. These are things that helped our ancestors survive that we need to continue while also adapt to evolution. So it's like, um, there's a neutrality with it. It's not a this or, 
It's a this and, right? It's We have to understand that there's a reason for everything. What we've navigated through, there's a divine purpose to it. You, There's a reason why you chose the family you, you chose to be part of. And the situations that you've conquered, the challenges that you've been able to navigate through and overcome, you have the ability now to build a business online, which is great, and help people. This is what a niche is, right? If you can really hone in on a specific niche, something that you've been able to conquer, for instance, maybe you've had issues with hormones, you've been able to overcome it, and now you're a hormone specialist. Like I had... Amber on the podcast, right? You can see here or listen on the show notes to that conversation. But when I was talking with Amber too and telling her like, yo, I I really feel like I got to the root because she reached out to check in on me. I feel like I got to the root of what's going on and I've had a hormonal imbalance. But when you look deeper, that hormonal imbalance that I had was because I had unprocessed trauma around my sexuality and my body and sexual trauma from my past. So obviously that's a weak area of my life. And this is why I've been passionate about helping people do inner child work. Programs like Thrive especially. I want you to get to the root of what's going on so that you can get out of your own way. And once you're able to recognize what it is, that thing in the past, it doesn't have power over you anymore. So you can be in your sovereignty, you can be independent, you can be in your freedom where nothing or no one outside of you can steer you off course. And so I wanted to come on because it's been a hell of a ride and I know there's been a divine purpose to it. I've just been in total surrender and trusting. It's been an opportunity for me to get closer with my parents, which is something I've always wanted because when it embarked, I have, why I embarked on my spiritual journey was, and there's like a little fairy flying around right now. <laughs> why I embarked on the spiritual journey was that I, you know, I told this guy, I was like, I need to heal my family. I want to heal my family. Like I'm choosing to be the sacred disruptor for my lineage. And you have the right to do so too. You have the right to set the, pave the path and set the tone for the generations to come. And whether or not you want to have children or not, doesn't matter. What is your life in the future that you want to do? Because if you are healing yourself and you're in that space, it's going to create a ripple effect, not just in your community, not just for your clients or your family, like your immediate family uh, in terms of like your partner and your children. But it can also impact your relatives because they're like, wow, I know what you've navigated through and I see where you are now. How the hell did you do that? Like, what did you do? Tell me your secrets. And you can lead by example. And I feel like that's how we really help heal this planet is by leading with integrity. And so to lead with integrity, I want you to embrace like, what are the things that are trying to stop you from being in your integrity that are trying to stop you from being you that are from your past and say enough is enough. Give it up to God ask for help, ask for support, be vulnerable enough to say like, yo, I'm struggling right now. I need help. Like it's been really hard for me (laughs) to be on Instagram and being like, yo, I need help. Like prayers up, like, please keep me in your prayers. Receiving is very challenging for me or has been very challenging for me up until now, because I've been so detached from my feminine essence and my feminine energy. It was something that 
has been really hard because I had a lot of low self-worth and the who am I's and all of that. I still carried a lot of that on a personal level, on a business level. Like I, I know what I've been capable of sharing and delivering and creating. And I'm excited to be coming back and, you know, launching Sovereign CEO if you want to work with me. Um, in a three-month container, if you want to work with me and start your business, like I'm doing a six-month group container, so you can have support with that as well with Business Alchemy. But I love what I do. I love helping people create systems so that they can create smarter, not harder. I love helping people go to the very, very, very depth. And that's what experiences like Thrive, where there's like a 120-page workbook for you to like really reflect on what's going on. I want people to go to the depth of their soul to create this strong, solid container so that they can receive and embrace and honor what they're worthy of in this lifetime. So I want to thank you for your love and support. If you've been here, if you've been supporting me, the Sovereign Society podcast, I started a brand new Instagram. It's at Sabrina Riccio. Um, I was able to move my old handle. I just needed to get rid of the energy after I got hacked in December. It just wasn't feeling right. So I started from scratch. I'm on a brand new account. If you haven't yet, go follow me at Sabrina Riccio. You can also follow the Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram at Sovereign Society podcast. Um, If you loved this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's been hard for me to ask for help, but I need your help. I need to... I want to spread this message. I, 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 I need to be vulnerable enough to ask for that help and not be like, I got this all. Like I'm working on being receptive and receiving, which is something that's been super a journey for me. I'm working on this. <laughs> I am safe to receive. Um, and I'm working a lot through that right now, but I, I, I receive your love. I receive your support. Um, I receive with so much gratitude, you know, this community. And if you've been with me and you've seen me through the highs and lows, I just want to thank you. Um, I'm really looking forward to see what's in store, sharing more about business and branding and systems and sovereign embodiment, my book, um, health and well-being. Like I'm just doing what I can to be a servant for God and to serve my community and to do it with integrity and love and devotion and compassion and genuine drive. And so, um, you know, working through healing my hormones and my body, my sexuality, my sensuality, being open to receive love for the first time in my life and not be afraid or push away love because thinking I'm unworthy or I'm damaged goods because I've had all those stories. Those stories don't serve me anymore. And I share that because if there are still stories that you're telling yourself on, I'm not worthy enough to get this client. I'm not worthy enough to charge this price. I'm not worthy enough to be in this relationship, whatever that is limiting those stories that you're still believing, we're going to dismantle them together right here, right now. We're devoting and making that declaration right now, right here, right now, that we are dropping all insecurities, all doubts, all limiting beliefs, all fears. And I'm just seeing the, the blood and the energy and the light more so than anything, the light of Christ to just really shine light on anything that is false, anything that is not in alignment with the highest benevolence of truth and love and compassion, and to transmute and alchemize that. Um, my relationship with with Jesus is also evolving. Um, and I'm, you know, releasing this episode around the time of Easter. 
And, you know, that in itself, I've ha- I've really been healing my own relationship with like the ultimate ascendant master, um, Jesus, and, and, and not having shame of talking about it. Um, I still love working with a lot of Mother Mary, who I have tattooed on me, and Quan Yin, and so many other beautiful gods and goddesses from other cultures as well. But I've also been able to really um, strengthen my relationship with Christ. And that was the true love that I have been working on fostering and building that relationship up with again, because I didn't have that for a long time because I had a lot of shame and guilt and doubt um, and insecurity, one, about talking about it, and two, just about like what I was uh, taught in the church to that of shame and being, you know, everything that isn't actually true Christ consciousness. Um, so I've been really working with that as well, and I have no shame in saying that. Um, but I want to thank you again for being here. I want to thank you for being on this journey with me. And I invite you to let me know what you think. I'm here for you. Um, I'm keeping it low key, but send me a message. Thank you again for your love. Thank you for your support. Um, It's been, like I said, a wild ride, but I really feel like I've gotten to the other side and I'm just taking care of my health and well-being. I'm taking care of, you know, being present, taking it moment by moment trusting in the divine plan, surrendering it all up to God, whether it be with my business, whether it be with my health, whether it be with my person, like I'm just complete in total surrender, knowing that the best is going to come to me. And I want you to understand that too. Like you are worthy of experiencing everything and more. You have to believe in yourself and you have to give it up, release control, drop the doubt and allow love, true, genuine, pure love in your sovereign embodiment to really lead the way and do it with the highest love and intention. So again, thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcasts. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because we've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam. Satnam.